This is the Beyond the Profi podcast, the podcast that empowers you and inspires you to seek career excellence while pursuing your passion. And I'm your host, Jasmine Haley. Profi Podcast. I am here on site at the RDH Under One Roof um, Conference at the Gaylord National Resort, and I have a wonderful guest today, Belangi Perez-Torres, and I am super excited to get to know her, find out what she's doing. Um, I met her very briefly at the Brown Girl RDH meetup and heard a little bit about what she does, so um, I think most of you that are, are listening, hopefully you're listening long enough <laughs> to get to know this incredible woman and be inspired by what she's doing. So welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you for inviting me, Jasmine. Of I'm, course. Uh, I'm excited to be here. This is my first time at this conference, and yeah. there's nothing more than empower, powerful than networking with so many different types of hygienists from all sorts of backgrounds, and it's a very diverse environment. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think what's really awesome, the very first question I asked you was, how, what does your name mean? Because it's absolutely oh, yeah, beautiful. So. so I think you should share it on the podcast. Okay, so my name is Belangie. Um My name is actually composed of two French words, Bell, B-E-L, um, which is beautiful, and then Ange, which is angel. So it's beautiful angel. The funny part is I'm not French. I'm actually born Puerto Rican, and my mom got the name from a telenovela. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, I'm the yeah. good show. It must have been. <laughs> so she liked it. She, she also thought it was Italian. It wasn't until we were older and we were like, this is not Italian name. It's French. She's like, I thought it was Italian this whole time. They didn't have Google search back then. So. <laughs> we'll keep no, it they did not. And I remember specifically having those, um, oh my gosh, what do you call them? Encyclopedias. Yes. Do you, do you remember having I them, like the brown ones, did. like they're laid in your house? Yeah. And that's where you went to do research before there was internet. Absolutely. Or Google. Yes, the library. The yes. Oh, yeah, the With all the different too. editions of yes. encyclopedias. And absolutely. And you had to identify which edition you use. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So tell us, what exactly is it that you do? And I think... I really, really love one that you're a hygienist. You're a gorgeous hygienist, Thank by you. the way. Thank um, But I think it's so powerful for hygienists to know that, hey, we can have a fulfilling career in hygiene. These are some of the things that we could do. So tell, tell us what you do. Yeah, so I am manager of hygiene support. I work for a very um, common DSO out there, Aspen Dental Management, Inc. I came entered the company about seven years ago as a dental hygienist and before that I was actually a dental assistant at a busy orthodontic practice and being around young kids with horrible hygiene kind of fueled my passion. I'm like I got to learn more about how I can help these kids. Mm-hmm. I went to dental hygiene school and then I went to uh, my first job was at Aspen Dental. Five minute commute. I was a single mom. Couldn't beat that. I was making dinner during my lunch breaks. Um, And as a single mom, you look for benefits. You know, you need that. I've always been the breadwinner almost all my life. Um, 
as a mother, and I really needed those benefits, and I was a pretty independent woman. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of stirred me into the DSO um, model and the Aspen Dental in my hometown. After being there, because the corporate office is close, it's in central New York, we've been a piloting office, and I've been, you know, pretty vocal with my opinions, and they like that. They need feedback before they go and try different, whether it's equipment, technology, programs. They want to know if it's going to work or not, and um, building those relationships over time um, I was granted the opportunity, I was offered the opportunity a year ago to work with, um, at the practice support center full time as manager of hygiene support. So I'm the only hygienist, or we have different managers of hygiene support, but they're out in the field. They have territories that they support. And we have also division hygiene directors that support those managers because we've been grown so much since I started. We're up to, we open up an office a week. That's like 700 offices. So now we need a leadership team to help support all these offices, Uh, especially a lot of our offices may have only like one or two hygienists, especially if it's a single hygienist. She wants someone to talk to or, or, you know, kind of delegate for her, advocate or act as a liaison for her to help. So that's why we created this hygiene support team um, to, you know, look what's the next, you know, trends out there. How can we have these discussions with our owner doctors? Listen, let's invest in this, you know, oral cancer screening device that's the latest thing out there. I'm telling you it'll be worth it. Yeah. And, and, you know, anything like that. So I think that's so cool. So, okay, you know, the thing is, is that many people, some people look down on DSOs, but I've heard some incredible things that, and opportunities from that. I've actually have seen people grow in leadership and they started with clinical. So let me ask you this, because a lot of people a lot of people tend to ask the question is, how do I get into that? How do I get prepared for a role like that? So personally through you, through your personal experience, what do you think helped prepare you for a role like that? You already have your God given abilities, <laughs> such as being this well spoken <laughs> woman and obviously you're very confident in the knowledge that you have but is there anything specific within your journey that kind of helped prepare you for that? Yes, absolutely. I would definitely say volunteering. That, you know, you have to be community outreach. You, when you see the need out there and, you know, help on there, and people respect you more for that. And people up in the higher positions look at them like, wow, this woman puts this much passion into something she's not getting paid for you know maybe we should tap into that talent yes. and and go and um approach you know help her and motivate other people yes. to do it and she'll probably do it more so if we pay her so yes. Yes. um you know get involved into that in your different um whether you're doing community outreach for dental professions or in my case too i'm in a small area town i try to get involved in minority outreach too because you know we're very underrepresented and we want to kind of improve that too. yeah absolutely can i give you a high five <laughs> my girl all right <laughs> there was, i knew there was something i liked about you um <laughs> I'm telling you, the hardest thing for people, I've I've talked about this before, volunteering is everything. Mm -hmm. And before I became an educational consultant for this um, nonprofit HIV program at University of Maryland, I volunteered. I was volunteering my time, educating. I wasn't getting paid for it. And if I was asked to do something, I would do it. And I served from the heart because my passion for that vulnerable population 
shown. And so I would do it for free if I, if I have to. And they saw the work that I did and remembered me when an opportunity came. Mm-hmm. And so people don't understand that experience is not just about the money. Mm-hmm. It is sometimes. Listen, we already know it's hard sometimes. It's yeah. hard, especially when you're raising a family. You, you know, being a single parent, um, being a two-family home, but definitely as a single parent. I grew up in a single-parent household, mm-hmm. and I remember how hard it was for my mom. But we have to understand in this profession that volunteering is everything. And it even helps with those who feel, like, disgruntled about our profession. When you go out there and you help people who are very, very poor, who don't have much of anything, it really fills your heart up. Absolutely. So there's so much good in that, too. Yes. You, you, for the soul. Yeah. And you know what? The good thing about volunteering is it's like on-the-job training. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. But Absolutely. you learn through experiences, oh, you know what? I, I learned something today. And over years, you just build on to that, and you refine it, and you say, okay, I know this is going to work. I know this is not going to work because I right. experienced that before. Right. And that just, you know, improves your perception of life, and, you know, and you want to appreciate people's time better, too. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting to the, towards the end, but I do want to ask you, what's next for you? Me? Okay. So good. Um, the next thing would be... you're just getting started. Oh, yeah. So this is... <laughs> So this is my profession, but I also have a hidden uh, passion. Yes. Um, right now, I have developed a hot cocoa um, that promotes dental health, and it's called Chocolate. I'm trying to get it in production this by the, the fall of this year. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I have a couple videos out there that talks a little about one video about me, one about the product. Um, I'm hoping to get that um, launched and production in this year and see what happens you know i love chocolate hot cocoa and me me being in central new york it's our winters are very long so i, know, I needed I'm queens yeah see yeah so I'm, I'm hoping to you know open up my own have my own brand i have my brand and just kind you are of a brand out it. i like that yeah you are a brand <laughs> So, chocolates, yeah. you know. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, so it's like chocolate tea. So, <laughs> so it's so funny. I was talking in my um, course that I gave on Wednesday, and I was saying, you know, let your doctors know that this mocha chocolate mm-hmm. over here. <laughs> <laughs> you, and I don't even know what it meant. <laughs> Chocolate tea. So, so I'm like, okay, I didn't know that, well, but I just like the way it sounds. Chocolate is one word in Spanish. It's yes. chocolate. That's how you pronounce chocolate. Okay, all right. But okay. I separated the te because te in Spanish means tea. I so see. Chocolate. And two separate, when I, once I separate so the So I wasn't words. wrong for saying mocha chocolate. No, you're saying chocolate. Okay. Yes, honey, yes. Chocolate. Doesn't it sound like so. suave? Yeah. Say, chocolate sounds boring, but when you say chocolate, yeah, you know. I really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's wonderful what you're doing. Thank you. Please, please make sure that you let us know in our community, join our community, share it on our Facebook page. Awesome. I would love to have it at our events. You know, uh, anything that we can do to help promote what you're doing, I you. think it's absolutely wonderful. Oh I God. love everything that you're doing. I really do. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So if anyone wants to get in contact with you, how, sh- how should they contact you? You can email me at, um, it's a long email address. Um, it's my name, B-E-L-A-N-G-I-E. It's like Bell Angie, all in one word. And then my last name, Perez, 
P-E-R-E-Z, as in zebra, at gmail.com. If you go to YouTube, go under my name, first name, you should be able to see the videos. And I believe one of the videos has my email address on there, too, that you can contact me. I'm also at Instagram, dental underscore hygiene. <laughs> you know what? Hygiene is so funny. We always think of these these terms. Yeah, I was like, you know, but everyone's a tooth fairy. I want to be a genie. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks again. It was wonderful talking to you and getting to know you. I appreciate it. I look forward to coming again. All right. Sounds good. Bye.